0: listening to the Apollo Podcast Network 1 Our name god damn it
1: the cities where everything everywhere all at once came out the first time <laughs> like that, right that's for wilka <laughs> you have bums in middle america
0: you don't you don't know cinema Somebody smelling filet mignon while they eat or while they while they watch die hard you gotta you gotta appreciate these things what's like the worst smelling food i know this is litigated on twitter but like what's fish. the worst smell fish yeah if you were sitting down to watch a movie and all of a sudden somebody brought out like a giant piece of like salmon or something.
2: Curry is delicious, but it smells horrible. Oh, awful. <laughs> and that but smell just but it lingers awful. forever. The smell literally stays around for days but the worst food i've ever smelled is easily chitlins that's easily the worst food you can oh smell. god yeah that stays in your house for a week minimum yeah that shit is didn't
0: awesome. somebody say they brought a whole thing of chitlins to a movie theater one time <laughs> <laughs> Bro,
1: I, saw
2: the I almost got canceled when they tweeted that i hope we're it's not Insane
1: behavior dude
0: like
2: i'm not gonna say what i tweeted because i almost got canceled and i you brought it, but... boston
0: market to the theater
2: <laughs> <laughs> that shit was delicious eating delicious How did you but chitlins it- I still understand the same behavior. The man
0: the, the the managing to bring a whole bag of food and not one person say anything to you. Well, you do what easy. you want while well, you pop it. Yeah, you just gotta act like you, it's like no big deal. Just
2: walk in. Like <laughs> sure. I know you smelled that rotisserie chicken when I walk by, but let's <laughs> just not talk about it.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna bring uh I'm gonna bring a whole IHOP uh IHOP <laughs> menu to Bo is afraid at ten forty AM tomorrow.
2: You're gonna be in there by yourself anyway. You can bring whatever the fuck you want. In that movie. <laughs> You're
0: <be> all good. <laughs> Have a full You're set. Whatever up. you want. Um, welcome to One Take Podcast, Episode 144. This week, we're actually not doing a movie. Uh, there were some good movies or some well-reviewed movies that came out this week, uh, but we wanted to. Sometimes there is a show that comes out that we're all so in lockstep with watching, and that is being talked about in the zeitgeist. That. We just have to talk about it. And this one is being talked about for multiple reasons. Uh, so many reasons. So many reasons. Not all of them good. Not all no. of them great. One of which is that the show is actually good. Beef on Netflix, the most popular thing on the planet right now, outside of maybe the NBA playoffs. But, uh, so yeah.
1: Yaris in the dirt. Let's talk about it. <laughs>
0: Make the make the whole plane out of Jimmy Butler. What are we talking about? <laughs> what do we make the whole team out of Jimmy Butler?
1: Fifty-six of them things. That's crazy. But anyway, okay. beef. Anyway,
2: the
0: beef. butts are fraudulent. Frauds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're talking about we're talking about beef this week on Netflix. Other than that, uh how we doing? We doing okay? I'm exhausted. Dex, we were talking about this before the show.
1: So fucking tired, dude. Uh all I gotta say is follow Apollo HOU because we are out here busting our asses, man. Like <laughs> mm. <laughs> we are not okay.
0: Anything that you can tease?
1: Um tons of soccer content all day, every day. Um watch super bank sports, watch uh, any anything we post on Apollo Hou. Please please retweet that shit because it's like we are so fucking tired. <laughs>
0: Uh, Tej, or uh, how's being a lawyer? How's that going?
2: Uh, it's horrible. It's <laughs> horrible, but everything else is is great. Uh, I've been busy as hell at work, though, So it's it's been trash, but everything else is great.
1: You're about to put that in jail, you personally. <laughs> you
0: personally are going to sit for sit and Cape for the Marvin Gaye estate. <laughs> hey, if
2: you're listening Marvin Gaye estate, I'm I, I would love to come be a part of the team. It seems like y'all run up to scoring everybody. Y'all <laughs> are like the y'all like the 08 Heat, y'all like the LeBron James Heat team, and I just want to come be, you know, like a Chris Bosh or a Mario Chalmers character and add to what y'all doing cuz I respect what y'all doing over there. Y'all very litigious. And y'all suing all these white people. And I respect it. I respect
3: it all the way. Down Uh,
1: goes Robin Thicke. Down goes Ed Sheeran. (laughs) Just getting all the white folks out of here. I'm sure Taylor Swift
2: has some Marvin Gaye-esque progressions (laughs) in there if you look deep enough. And I just want y'all to check into that. I have ideas, guys. I'm not just asking for a job. I have ideas. Contact me, please. Thank you.
0: Beef on Netflix. Uh, came out a couple of weeks ago. Has an 8.3 on IMDb. Number two ranked popularity movie trending right or series trending right now on uh, Netflix. Two people let a road rage incident bro into their minds and slowly consume every thought and action. Created by Lee Sung Yin. Uh, stars Stephen Yin and Ali Wong. Host of other people. Uh, Joseph Lee as George, uh, Young uh, Maziano as Paul. Uh, he Who Shall Not Be Named as Isaac, Maria Bello as Jordan, also comedian Andrew uh, Santino makes an appearance in this, so yeah, host of characters that you should know from other things, but uh, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, 87% audience score on that website, beef, the most popular thing on the planet, it's what's for dinner. Um <laughs> do you you not know that commercial anyway uh
2: it's what's for dinner no uh
0: where is the beef anyway Tej, where is the beef what's your rating review
2: i feel like we should do our due diligence and talk about the
0: awkward voldemort stuff go ahead man because i don't know how to you're the lawyer i don't know how to litigate this i found
2: (laughs) out about this unfortunately uh when i was in the middle of it i think i had watched a couple of episodes i was already hooked the first episode really hooked me and then i found out shortly thereafter about this thing so basically to summarize it um i think his name is david cho the guy who plays isaac um has a sordid past to say the least he used to be a, a podcaster i guess he had a podcaster well, you with...
0: know you should say what he was famous for oh he was, oh, he was in ar- the, the an artist. he's an artist first yeah he's famous for painting the murals on the facebook headquarters um both of them the original one and the new corporate headquarters that they had you know now 15 years ago and they paid him in facebook stock so he is a rich hundred (laughs) millionaire like five times over anyway continue
2: it doesn't surprise me that facebook has this kind of uh hiring practices when it comes to people that come and do art for them anyway uh, he had a podcast, and basically, he told a story on his podcast, which was with uh, a, an adult film star, a, a woman who was an adult film star named uh, Asa Akira. I think her name is. Um, you know who her
0: name, what her name is.
2: Well, I wanted to be coy a little bit, but thanks a lot for letting <laughs> the whole world know that I'm a sicko. But I, yeah, I know exactly who she is. I respect her work, but uh, respect to you, Asa. Anyway, you
0: can I know what you are. Uh,
2: yeah, I'm, she, I'm familiar. Uh, <laughs> I'm familiar with her game. uh they were on a podcast and he basically told a story about how he raped a masseuse um basically she was resisting certain sexual acts and he was basically encouraging her and then like physically like forcing her to do certain things he told this story he claims he was just trying to be a douchebag and they didn't actually rape anyone but it sounded very bad and even his co-host was like yo you just admit it's a rape like it wasn't like he didn't realize what he was admitting to. Like, it was very clear, and he just kept doubling down and saying douchey shit. So that video was out there. Now, the the two stars of this show, who I love both of them, Stephen Young and um, Ali Wong, are the are our stars, and apparently this is a very close friend of theirs. And so they basically got this guy the job on this show, even though they were well aware of these comments and all the backlash that happened years and years ago about these comments, but they resurfaced, obviously, because he's on this very uh, big hit show for Netflix. Uh, so obviously this, no matter how big this thing is, and it looks like it's been a big deal, and, and a lot of people have watched it, we won't ever really know how big it would have been because it felt like it had so much momentum in that first week or so, and then these, this story hit, and the momentum, or at least the amount that people have been talking about it online really slowed down. That doesn't mean people aren't going to watch the show, but people re- basically stopped talking about it, and I don't know if that's due to the next thing has popped up and we talk about the next thing or because of this thing. But I know has definitely made me talk about the show a lot less than I would have had this not been over it because I think there's a lot to explore with the show. And I think I thought it was very, very well done season of television. I I, I was kind of obsessed with it. I'm enthralled with it. And it just sucks that this is the uh, cloud over this whole thing. And it's literally due to the decision-making of the people that made this show. That part sucks. And it's no fun.
0: Well, it's one of the better things, I think, I'll say that I'll, I don't want to speak for everyone, but that I've watched just in media this, this year so far. And, you know, there's a lot of great things that have already come out this year and some, a lot of things that we haven't seen, but like, especially in TV for me, this is one of the better seasons of TV that has come out on Netflix in a
2: long time. Um, yeah, they've been. I feel yeah. like they've been in the dirt a yeah, little bit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And they've been struggling to find a, another prestige TV show to get themselves back in that conversation where they started years and years and years ago. They basically started the whole streaming, or they did start the streaming thing, but they they started the streaming uh, as prestige prest- TV. Yeah, streaming prestige shows. Now the conversation has become more about David Cho, and that has been nasty online um also what a weird thing to say that you were lying about to like like get like things look i'm cool i I thought it sounded cool in the time what what a weird thing to brag about anyway i don't i don't want to spend a lot of time talking about david show um obviously he's either a sick guy or extremely weird uh his performance, notwithstanding, I you know I thought he fit into the show for what whatever that's worth, but it I don't want to talk about him and whatever is surrounding the show. I do want to talk about the show as a whole because it is so good. Um, and he maybe be my least been...
1: favorite part of it, honestly. So like I can talk <laughs> about you, the David show Joe. without talking about him.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can we can definitely we can definitely talk about the rest of the show because it mostly centers around Stephen Yun and Ali Wong, uh, regardless of. Which you may or may not think about their comments and their relationship to this guy um so all that aside all that aside well, we got it out aside, of this Teeth, is what are you about the show a
2: wonderful piece of television it is beautiful it is shot well it is funny it is dark and it has one of my favorite things in the world which is when there's like a small small time crime plot and it and it boils out of control because nobody actually knows what the fuck they're doing like basically every Coen Brothers movie ever it has that kind of element and the way that this show builds across the episodes it's like you have no idea where it's going to go and even towards the end you're like I still don't really know where it's going to go but I'm really in for the ride Uh, I thought Ali Wong was an absolutely credible dramatic actress I had never seen her in a role like that I only knew her from uh, being in in, rom-coms and her stand-up routine so I knew her I know her as a comedian only I thought she was very credible as a dramatic actress, which happens a lot with comedians because they understand, you know, real sadness and real hurt. And just like every other artist, they just, you know, usually present in the form of comedy. Obviously, she's great at the comedy stuff in the show because she's a comedian. And Stephen Yeun is one of the best young actors in Hollywood. I've I've been saying that he was he's been amazing at everything he's been in. He was he he made me watch uh, The Walking Dead at least a season more than I should have like at least one season more than I knew. I knew at some point, like, all right, I'm probably done here, but he, he's just such a compelling character. And he's Would such you a believe it? actor. I know you
0: said young actor. Would you believe it? If I told you that man is 40. <laughs> wow. He has looked the same since the walking dead, which was he over. Has looked
2: like, exactly the
0: same. It's unbelievable. He look—he uh, looks great. Anyway, sorry. He's they, 40 they, years old. That
2: was the, having the two of them at the head of this was perfect casting uh, no comment on other casting choices, but those two casting choices were very good. Um, I, I just thought this was a very compelling way to tell a story. Um, and I thought the the way that you can build that, somebody, somebody maybe it was one of y'all, somebody told me this is like watching 10 episodes of Uncut Gems in terms of the level of, yeah, of, of like tenseness they're able to put into you. I really, I, I agree with that and I appreciate it. I, I gave it an A. I, I really enjoyed it. I know some people didn't particularly love the ending and I know we'll talk about the ending later in the podcast, but I was all in for the ending. I thought it was perfect. And I'm just begging and praying the gods, the TV gods are our, our, our TV overlords. Don't make another season of this show. Let's just remember for what That's... it is. There's already controversy around it anyway. So one of the characters you wouldn't even be able to bring back. Let's just, you know, like let, let's, all go do other projects. That was a very cool project. I'm interested to see what else these people direct. I'm interested obviously to see what else Ali Wong does and Stephen Young does because they're great. Um, I won't be following David Cho. I really like the guy that plays uh, his brother. I love the guy that plays her husband, George. And George had the swaggiest sweater collection I have ever seen on TV. Incredible in my sweater. Life. <laughs> the swag, the swag this is this is those were unbelievable levels of swag with those sweaters. Uh, the sweater he chose to wear when they were going to potentially um um Potentially fight, or maybe potentially have an argument with the person she's been beefing with when she first tells him. I was like, "This is your fighting sweater, bro." I don't really understand that, <laughs> but all his sweaters were so swaggy that it made up for it. Uh, props to swaggy sweaters. We're gonna give this an A. Uh, I really yeah. enjoyed beef. I'm not gonna tell anyone to watch it because I know some people aren't watching it due to the controversy. But I really enjoyed it, and I'm happy that I watched it. I gave it an a
0: look. We all watch things with deplorable people. I'll just I'll leave that there. Uh, I don't know. I I, I understand like why. I understand why you wouldn't. Yeah, I just I don't want to go. I don't want fr- to dig any
2: further into that. I'm watching the Flash and I'm watching Magazine Dreams. I can admit those. I'm I'm gonna be in, tapped in for both of those
1: facts. I'm sorry. I'm, a terrible I'm sorry, country. guys. Call me what you
2: want. I, I need the cinema. I'm sorry. I need it. I literally need it. I'm gonna be in there. I'm gonna be. In Men
1: there. constantly continue to fail us, including me, and I'm part of the problem. Like I am going to keep watching these movies. <laughs> I can't You're miss the fact that the trailer feet. is too
2: fire, bro. I'm sorry. I know Ezra Miller is the worst person in the world. I understand that, but the trailer looks like it's real cinema over there at DC, and I, I'm sorry, I have to tap in. I watched three hours of black Adam just so I could be ready for this moment. I like, I, I <laughs> <it>.
0: <laughs> to, to your point, uh, teach somebody on TikTok and he's kind of gone viral after this several times. Is that saying that, uh, sweaters are the sluttiest thing that a man can wear. Facts. Going back <laughs> I, I can to, see that. going back to, uh, knives out cr- or, uh, Chris Evans. Oh yeah. Chris, I was just about Chris to Evans say the sweater that,
1: knives uh, out. Yeah, that. Chris Evans sweater and knives out had the whole sweater was fire. fire. Which you can That's only look
0: probably. good in if you're in shape. By the way, That's like true. if you're not in shape, you just look like the you just look like the Michelin Man. That's facts. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I agree with that take. Uh, and by next, the way, that shit is not cheap. Like, no, <laughs> do not
1: get it twisted. Uh, uh-uh. don't it be might, to go
0: cop. if <laughs> there's holes in it.
1: It might be some sweaters at your local H and M or Zara that look similar. It ain't the same. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that ain't rough though. <laughs> I did not get it twisted, brother. Oh my god. Um Dex, you and I are kind of in lockstep, or maybe a little different, but I think in lockstep with with how we feel about it, in that the ends don't necessarily justify the means for something yeah. like this. Yeah. Do you want to expand on that? Yeah. So
1: I, I really enjoyed the first eight episodes of this show it's a 10 episode season for people who don't know and then episode episode nine just completely jumped the shark for me like before you know it's like this very obviously very tense but relatively low like low stakes like low i don't know the right word for it like you know but it there's... was
0: low stakes. It was just like one person may not get money and the other person may not get a, you know, get to build their family a home.
1: Yeah, it was like, you know, these two people, they have beef. Like there's a bunch of petty escalations throughout, right? And, you know, it's just like cool to see where those like dumbass decisions take each of them. But then episode nine, just we're not gonna spoil it yet. We'll get into spoilers later. It just goes completely off the fucking rails in episode nine. And like I was like, what what are we doing? Like, why why did we do that? Why did we jump the shark like this to make this show something that it really wasn't to start out? Uh, and then the final episode kind of slows it all the way back down the other direction and i uh i wasn't really feeling the end of it but before that i was all in like ali wong steven you and the titular beef like it just works like like you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying you're just fully engrossed in it from episode one like it's literally just some petty people in a parking lot doing some shit that you've like probably thought about doing if you drive a car like, you know what i'm saying <laughs> you uh somebody pisses you off in the parking lot and you like have that intrusive thought where you're like i should chase them down and let them know how i feel y'all live whatever. in
0: houston and <laughs> la this is a real thing
1: yeah this is a real fucking thing like there's people i see i take every fucking day who i'm like i should teach this bitch a lesson <laughs> <laughs> like, this motherfucker got me fucked up. I should I should run his ass down, because I could. Like,
0: 16 lanes on this Katy freeway. You chose to cut me off? You chose to cut me
1: off, you bitch. Like, you know, it's just like these intrusive thoughts that you have. And then they act those out. But, like, by the by the end of it, it just goes so... Like, the escalations are so ridiculous. Like, it's one thing for you to make one bad decision... And then after you make that bad decision, like you're locked in, so you keep having to do stupid things. But they make bad decisions, and like have just an easy, obvious out for all of their bad decisions, and then just make worse decisions, like on top of the original <laughs> bad decision. <laughs> and so by the end of it, you're like, what the fuck? What like what are we doing? Like, why why did we get here? And that's part of the point. That's part of the fun. But I, it just didn't end up working for me at the end. Um, but prior to that like the show was funny like you know like the drama I was super invested in like when it was smaller and pettier like, I thought it was cooler and then once it gets like some real shit you're like oh I I don't know if I like I felt it like that so I ended up giving it like a B plus like almost an A minus um, because it's a really enjoyable show right up until the last two episodes for me but before that i was fucking all in anxious as hell having a great time laughing all that stuff but by the end it just kind of it went a little too far for me
2: i love nine but i didn't when it when it comes to like i gave it an a as opposed to an a plus because i had some issues with 10 as well but i didn't have any issues with nine nine was right where i needed it to be and then it was 10 that i was like I, and I get it's very hard after nine uh, something that like like pulse pounding to dial it back and do something a bit more introspective. But I some of the decisions they made in episode 10, I was not decision of the characters, decision of the people writing the show and making the show. I was like, no, this is interesting. I see what you're trying to do, but I don't know if this is the most effective way to get to the end of the story. So I gave it an A mostly because of episode 10 as opposed to an A plus because through nine episodes, I was easily at an A plus easily, easily, very easily.
0: I'm a, I'm in an A minus, so I'll split the difference. Um, you know, I don't want to be the middleman, but I think I think I couldn't go as far as a B because I had such a com- I was so compelled watching most of it, and even episode nine and ten for most part, I was I was compelled watching what was going to happen. But the problem is, is that we'll get into it in a little bit. It's like they wanted they took something that wasn't, like, Breaking Bad or something and then made it Breaking Bad. And yeah. you're just like, ah... Okay. Cool. Um, now there's a guy with a with a head on a turtle in the middle of the desert. All right, sure.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm such a badass scene in Breaking Bad. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, All right. Sure. Okay.
0: Um, but... I like Breaking Bad and in, in things of that ilk. It is... Normal people push to extraordinary circumstances and if they follow through with that, those sort of carnal desires, I think. And I enjoy shows like that. Always have. I also enjoy shows where both the main characters are bad people and we know that <laughs> yeah. early on. Love that. Love that. Just not redeemable. Both these people are pieces of shit and it's awesome. Um, What, what I hate... Worse? Yeah, well... What I hate is is uh, when people like take the that and then say, "You know who was the real uh, bad guy this entire time?" It happens all the time on the internet. George, the husband, was the real bad guy this entire time. You're like, get the fuck out of my face. Skyler was the bad person. The the real problem
1: is rich people every time.
0: (laughs) Right. I think that does do a pretty good line. It toes the line pretty well of being like, I, the pursuit of money is kind of what this is the driving factor behind a lot of their decisions, but it doesn't like it makes fun of her for being rich. And like, it makes you less sympathetic for some of her plights than it normally would, but it doesn't like villainize her because she's rich. You know what I'm saying?
2: it definitely villainizes her boss because she's rich, oh, it
0: does do that, yeah, <laughs> but she was the no. most over the top like character like rich person archetype,
2: yeah, she was the flattest character in the show, and I was like, yeah, this is that was this played
0: is- by Melissa bellow long time Our maria Easily Bello. the most flat person
2: in the show and i was like it is weird to have a have a character this flat in a show that is this good and this nuanced about it's great actress to have though. a character like her yeah i thought she did a great job but it's just like i was like oh so she has no redeeming qualities okay cool 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 we're just supposed to hate her okay cool okay. let's go on hating her
0: and it's a classic stereotype of white person obsessed with with specific culture and it's just like going over the top to prove that she knows about this culture, as even as far as like stealing music pieces <laughs> to have in her home. Um, no, I thought it was just really, really entertaining. A uh, bad decisions throughout, and because of those bad decisions, like I said, it was just it was like watching Good Time or uh, Uncut Gems for. 10 episodes uh well i guess nine episodes and um it, it was one of those shows where or movies that you watch and you say hey if we just like sat down and talked about this like a normal adult none of this would happen but that's not what we're here for um or if we just
1: like let one thing go let it go time.
0: <laughs> And maybe that was the thing—is like we let all this stuff. We never like act on any of this, and you know, push to the limit. What would you do? That was definitely sort of, I think, the mission statement of all of this. It was we also a... church one time and started letting the beef go, but then the beef started cooking again. Yeah, the <laughs> to me, it was in a, the church. Right, the it was an interesting in the church. <laughs> it was an interesting story. Uh, like, and maybe I'm reading too much into this, but it was an interesting like look at sort of being addicted to something or addiction in general and being consumed by that and uh, not, you know, okay, well, I'm out of it. I'm back. And then, oh, something flared up. And so now I'm back doing the same thing that I was doing and it's ruining my life, but I can't stop like talking to her husband, even though, even though she doesn't know that we're friends now and so on and so forth. Uh, even though I got all of this money, I'm still obsessed with this certain thing. And that is ruined each other's lives. Um it did jump the shark in the ninth episode. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, as far as as far as the violence goes, it it really did. Cause I like I said, it's one thing to to think you're breaking bad and then it's another thing to just do it all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. And like part of the the jumping the shark thing for me in the ninth episode is not just like what actually happens and the violence of it all—it's the cinematography for it. I was like, "This is not the show that we were doing before." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. this is not like we weren't doing like this fucking red we smoke
0: say, sh- shit. Like, we should say it's the highest-rated episode on IMDb of this of this whole series. It,
2: it didn't jump the shark. We were—I feel like I feel like it was a natural. We were building towards it the whole time. It was shocking. But none of it was, quote unquote, surprising because I thought we were building it the whole time. And you could tell they really wanted to get into some super violent shit because it slowly started to become violent. When he when he uh, when he accosts the other church dude because he thinks that he burned down the house, he was really like getting with him. He was like punching him. He also has a fight in the house with George. So uh, they started to introduce violence. And also, by the way, a road rage incident where you're chasing people off the road is inherently violent. It's just not violent in the same way episode nine is. I didn't think that the way we ramped up to nine felt like we're in a different show. I definitely agree that it looked completely different. Like the way they shot it was completely different. It was like, oh, now we're doing our Tarantino episode. But I I appreciate that. (laughs) I, I loved it. I was like, yeah, let's just throw everybody together at the same time and let's let crazy shit happen and let's get that white dude from Dave and let's make him a criminal and let's see what happens. I was into it. I, I had no issues with that. Episode, oh,
0: but I will say the, the thing to me that like escalated the show for me and kept me on the edge of the seat was like the threat of violence the entire time, the threat that something might pop off. Oh, and when it didn't, yeah. it was sort of like a, okay, we got through this episode whoo, nobody died. You know what yeah, I mean? They, they hit
1: you with the checkoffs gun in the, like the first episode, like, you know, right. Or He when, masturbates uh, with his fucking gun. Like in the first episode.
0: Yeah, it's like somebody's about to get shot. Like. Incredible or, content. Or, you know, uh, they hit you with the with bait and switch of they throw the grandmother down the stairs or whatever. And she ends up being just, well, she shakes that off like, like a wide receiver coming over the middle. She just gets back up. She's good. She <laughs> has one night stay in the hospital. She's fine back to finesse and immediately. Right. Um, yeah. A minus for me, one of the better things that I think, you know, uh, controversy, notwithstanding, I, one of the better things that I think that I've watched so far this year, they said, um, and here's my final point not everything like let TV shows be TV shows and movies be movies. I think podcasts and people talking about films now do a really bad job now because everything is a TV series and not everything is a movie. Like it seems easier to get television series made now than it seems to get movies made, you know, 30 years or 20 years ago, this would probably be a movie. I would say it should have been a movie to me. If this was a two hour and 25 minute good time special we would have been nominating this shit for oscars no, i don't agree yes uh, we this, would
2: i also don't a, agree i don't would, agree this is a tv show through and through it's nah. a one season it's 10 hours it's no season two. It's but perfect a as a ten-episode arc. They,
0: he, the creator already said they have a three-season arc planned out. No, I'm not no, watching. Please, please don't tell me that. Please don't tell me that. I Just will not be there.
1: We don't need to see any more of this story. We don't need any more. Leave it where it's at, man. I'm good.
2: And is also this... leave David Cho where he is, which is not on a movie set. Okay. leave too. him at home.
0: I will say. Is this A24's first foray into television? Is this their first one? No.
2: I don't think so. And if it is, we're going to have to really have a conversation about A24 being at the top of the game right now. They Hold did.
1: On. They also did that Mo show for Netflix last oh, year. Oh, they did right. do Comedy. Mo. Comedy. Uh, I don't remember what other TV shows they've done, but they've done at least that other one for Netflix. No. They okay. So
0: they have done some stuff on like random like usa network and stuff like that they've, they've and,
2: they're, and they're doing that uh show with the weekend and sam levison which looks like uh real sicko content. fucking doing boo like- talking about yeah.
0: sicko content yeah it looks
2: sicko bro it looks like some sicko content
0: yeah uh, uh also
2: you they have euphoria season two listed so they worked with the euphoria with sam levison on season two but not season one. I find that oh really
0: weird. cool dope right no the first thing that they they did they did some stuff with um years ago in 2014 so they've been doing this for a decade but that was the first time that i've sort of noticed the a24 logo on in front of stuff they did rami too which is everybody's favorite show that i haven't watched i haven't watched it either (laughs) i haven't watched it either um so yeah let's get into spoiler territory uh you don't want to beef spoiled for you or you know it's right there on Netflix, you can watch it in a day We didn't, that's why this episode's coming out late But uh, Spoilers for Beef Where do y'all want to start?
2: Let's start with uh, What's our main character's name? The guy, Daniel, what's his name? Yeah, Danny Let's talk about Danny being the worst person of all time
1: Exactly, sure
2: Danny's the worst <laughs> person of all time
1: The fucking he- worst
2: Within 10 minutes of actual TV time, they showed him throwing away his brother's college admission papers because he wanted his brother to stay with him as opposed to go off to college and develop his own
0: That's the worst thing that him. I've ever seen anybody do. I, like, that, regardless of the murders and things, I'm just like, <laughs> that's
2: like, that's like so sick. After you see that flashback, the next scene is him lying to his brother about burning the house down because he realizes that he... Built the house wrong and used the wrong insulation, and the house burned down because of him. And instead of the, telling his brother, "Hey, I fucked that up," he basically makes his brother believe that it was his, or lets his brother believe that it was his fault because he went and said something mean to uh to Ali Wong's uh, to George. So he basically lets his brother five minutes after we just saw him do the worst thing I think I've ever seen someone do. He did something arguably worse, <laughs> which is which is incredible efficiency in one episode to do the shittiest things that I've ever seen. He's a horrible person. Obviously, so is uh, Ali Wong's character, but Danny is a special, different type of piece of shit, bro. And
1: I'm not gonna I'm lie, not- bro. Everything is Danny's fault. Like, literally everything. <laughs> literally everything is his fault. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, she uh, she was a bitch <laughs> rocking at you and flicking you off or whatever in the parking lot. But, like, bro, why'd you show up to her house and piss all over her bathroom? Who does that? Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> why did you do that why did you catfish her husband into being your friend what who who does that let why, us not
0: forget she catfished his very impressionable younger brother too. yeah but at least she was trying to get his fuck out of it that is weird behavior <laughs> like
1: she got some at least he was trying to get it. some dick out of it he was just like just hanging out well like, she wasn't originally
2: trying to sleep with him but then it just kind of they, they they hit it off and then they were hanging out and then they slept together
1: at least she had the guts to be like, "Yeah, I was catfishing you," and he was like, "I'm still with it though." Like, you know, like
2: no, no you're giving her <laughs> too much credit because it came out because he went to the store and saw the girl whose picture she was using. If you're going to catfish someone, don't use the pictures of someone you actually know and work with because <laughs> they could somebody could easily walk into the job and think that that is his secret lover when really it is a perfect stranger white woman that he's never talked to before that was all time bad decision-making and her getting found out in that way was pretty hilarious. Well, was that because her husband was
1: like tripled down and a lot, her husband was didn't... jerking
2: it to her tits. And so she goes, if my husband likes this, this girl, then I, I, his brother probably likes this girl too. Uh, this poor woman was being used by a lot of people in a lot of different ways.
1: Right. And it was just never seen again, by the way.
2: <laughs> yeah. gets out of the car. Never popped up
3: home. again. She was just gone after that. <laughs>
1: But yeah, man. Also, so much of out. the show is just Danny's fault. Like <laughs> you are the problem.
0: You burnt your parents' house down because you suck. <laughs> well, yeah, and also the like the like worst person in the world, we like churches pay taxes, please, but also like we're ripping off a church that hadn't done anything to anybody.
1: That's Literally, so like, that was so nasty. Ruin those people's marriage because he wanted to be a weirdo.
0: Also, one of the most accurate like depictions of modern church that I've seen in, in cinema, is really good. I thought that was a great I,
2: scene when he first goes to the church and he's uh, very emotional. Yeah. I thought that was a super great scene.
0: And then when he's schooling him in basketball and the in the, the super pastors like just fucking religious guys like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. The whole scheme, though, too, I kind of did get lost in the sauce about, like, what their whole uh, bait and switch was. Is that, like, somehow the David Cho character had a lot of money stored and that they were going to funnel it through the church by not actually, like, getting building material. Like, what was the whole thing?
2: Yeah, I got kind of lost on what that scheme was, too. All I'd, I think the only... Important takeaway was that you realize that he had a bunch of money in those rice cookers, and then when he goes to jail, then Danny starts to you know make shit do do the same scheme. It also was very amazing the way they like everything Danny touches will fail, and you know that because he's Danny. So like he gets he gets to a good place. He's in church. He's got the scheme going. He's built himself a house. He's built his brother a house. He's built his parents a house, and he wants the this love and this affection from his parents and this acceptance from his parents, and then like. He burns her house down. They're like, all right, we're just going to go back to Korea. I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm not dealing with your shit. I'm done with this. I'm gone. And it all comes crashing down in in such a cool way. I thought they did such a good job of telling that story and also making it like, oh, this is all your fault. Like this, this house burned down. First, we thought it was his, his ops. It wasn't his ops. We knew it wasn't, uh, we knew it wasn't Ali Wong's character because we had seen where she was at at the time. But even after he realizes it's his fault, he still goes into Ali Wong's house and tries to plant stuff in there, and ends up knocking out her husband. Like nothing that Danny tried to be successful at, he was ever really ever successful at, and that makes him at least different in, in some ways to the. I, I like the way that they made the Ali Wan character and the uh, and the Stephen Young character the same in a lot of ways, but also different in a lot of ways. I thought that really was the spice of the show because they are different in a lot of ways, although they have some similarities and they have some uh, repressed anger issues that they've been dealing with, and obviously they're taking out on each other. But I just thought they did a very good job of making two distinct characters as opposed to, oh, this story is about two people that hate each other, but really they're just alike. I just think that's, a, that's, a, that's an easy story to tell. And they, they, they told a story that was a much more nuanced and difficult to tell, and I appreciated that.
0: Also, all-time scumbag Gaslight move when that guy comes to ask him for like work and money or whatever, and like he's like, what are you even talking about, man? It was great acting. <laughs> yeah. I built y'all all this for myself.
1: I was like, "Wait, no! Like y'all, y'all are selling." Am drugs I tripping? Right? Like, did I did I miss some subtext here? Like, y'all are selling drugs for sure, right? Like that's that's y'all what doing we're doing. Something. doing something <laughs> wrong.
0: Yeah, made him apologize for coming in there for you being a scumbag. <laughs> Incredible. Um. Yeah. So let's. Let's talk about this episode is, nine. Let's talk about episode nine because it's the penultimate episode and it's it's the highest rated episode. I think a lot of people and obviously we have thoughts about it. So David Cho gets out of jail, which because prophetic. Ali
2: Wong and,
0: starts
2: to, uh, to confess everything, so she basically is like coming clean to everybody. So she calls and yeah. tells the cops hey, that he wasn't driving the car, so he's not related to any of this. So David Cho gets out.
0: Because they're somehow now looking for the person that was in these road rage incidents? Like what was, okay. And uh, so they're now looking for that person. The car somehow gets flipped. I thought that was really smart. The truck gets flipped and is registered to the Cho character. Yes, yes, yes. So he He goes to jail. She starts confessing to these things. He gets out of jail and then comes down to hunt Danny because uh, Danny Danny sold him him out. Danny Danny sold him out, but also he used all of his money in the house that burned down. And Cho owes these people. Uh, was it Filipino? You kept saying the Filipinos the Filipinos. I think he said a yeah. hundred
2: thousand dollars. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah.
0: Something. So they he owes them money. He in the weirdest, like just turn around and take the girl back, I guess. I guess you probably would still get arrested, but like he accident. Danny accidentally kidnaps Ali Wong's daughter. That doesn't make any sense to not turn around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just what
1: I'm saying. Like, there's so many little escalations when it's like Bro, you're doing something that makes zero fucking sense. Like, even for somebody in a city situation, I would be like, oh, shit, there's a kid in the car. Let me get this kid out of here. Like, yeah.
0: like uh, I'm just going to drop her back off at home. Anonymous Tim, somewhere. she's on the corner, you know? <laughs> well, he,
2: uh, they tried to address it by saying, like, something could happen to her wherever he drops her at. But, like, you he could have called Allie right then and been like, I'm dropping your daughter off. Don't ask any fucking questions. Your husband okay. is fine. Well, she didn't know her husband was fine at that point, but I'm dropping her off. She's fine. No worries. But instead, I, you know, just, I like, thought that's what was
0: going to happen is that he calls Allie or Allie. Her name's Amy in the show. What's her name? He, Amy. Sorry, Amy. Yes. He calls Amy and is just like, look, I know we have this thing. Like I somehow accidentally have your daughter. Like here she is. You know what I mean whoops yeah and (laughs) that's how the beef continues is like you fucking weirdo why do you still have you know why do you have my daughter what did you do to my now ex-husband but the same daughter he almost literally blew up in a
2: car
1: which was the most insane thing i've ever seen yeah i i don't know bro i forgot about that about like Oh, I can't drop her off on the corner. Something bad might happen to her. You mean like you might when you almost her, pick her up, you When you her, her up life? and take her to a den full of criminals? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> you,
0: like literally. <laughs> oh man, how, what would we ever do? Um, <laughs> but then, uh, the Cho character gets a a really bright idea that now he's going to blackmail uh Amy for $500,000 just don't do that you yeah know what I mean <laughs> just do the opposite of that just don't just don't do that and it's a really weird thing to where it's like I guess they needed it's a really big jump to me Dex I believe I this is where I think you're at where oh I can't get the money but there's all these artifacts in this house, which they do a couple of times in this show. There's all these artifacts in this house. Come steal those. Insane decision because those by are so... to say,
2: hey, as opposed to calling the cops or doing anything else or trying to get the money together, just come to where I physically am, where I am also a part of the danger, and yeah. come here and steal, and just don't tell them
1: that I
0: sent you here. Okay, bye. Don't like-
1: rob the woman who was supposed to be giving me $10 million. <laughs> yeah,
0: bankrolling my whole operation. <laughs> because she just doesn't like her for some reason. I don't know what the animosity was there. She's other a racist, she was-
1: rich
2: asshole, but, but still a horrible plan by Amy. At least get out of plan. the house. Just get yeah. out, just leave, just say, hey, come rob her, but I'm not going to be here for any robbery. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna go home, cough, cough, I'm sick, I'm going home. Like, Also, what are you doing? like,
1: I don't know about y'all, I've never been in a situation where like, I owe a Korean prison gang several hundred thousand <laughs> Filipino thousand prison whatever. gang. Filipino prison gang. I, I've never been in that situation, but I feel like they're not going to accept, hey, give Artifacts. me some time. Yeah. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got this dope That's ass this chair. I got this dope ass chair. dress. I don't have your money, but I have these art pieces. So if you give me a couple times, like some time, I can move it. Just let me on, like go to the auction scene, like. And yeah, like, how do you? If you steal that chair, these... how do you move
0: it? Everyone's gonna be able to trace it. Like everybody, we know this chair. This chair, like, what do you? I've you always... can't sell that to me. I, that, that's what the next scene should have been: is them struggling to like. I know a guy on the black market. And it's just an undercover cop. Like, you found a guy on Craigslist
1: that'll buy this chair for thirty-five k.
2: Like, yeah. no,
0: you don't.
1: Yeah, the chair is worth a hundred thousand dollars or whatever, but some dude on the black market who knows that will give me forty-five k for it instead. So
0: dumb plan. No cash in hand.
2: It's so stupid. Incredibly dumb plan, but sometimes you need a dub plan to further the plot and Amy, first of all uh, Danny being like no, let's not do this but really, okay, I'll go along with it, it's like, yeah, they, you brought a girl into a situation and I got he, like he didn't know that his cousin was out of jail obviously, but he knows the kind of people he hangs around and having this little girl around mad criminals is just not a good idea, <laughs> like objectively bad idea, you know these are not the type of people that you should bring kids around so instead, you bring him over there. You bring your brother into it, which isn't fair to him. It almost cost him his life. You should you just deal with this pop on your up own. on
1: your brother with this kid. Yeah, don't just kidnapped. pop
2: up in the middle of a kidnapping. If, if, if Dex comes to my house, mid-kidnapping, I'm going to say, what you, nigga, Leave. what are you doing at my house? Why did you come here? You're in the middle of a kidnapping. Finish the kidnapping first. Then I can holler at you later, bro. Oh,
3: don't you?
0: Why would you come to my house? Also, it look it's, it's like his ex-lover's daughter too that's yeah. gonna look extra weird yeah it's gonna look trash it's gonna look horrible <laughs> yeah they go to the cat no way me, you can spin this, is our this daughter thing. yeah um so they go they they start the robbery operation of this in in dick Cheney Mass which i thought was actually pretty funny oh, but hey. like uh Big baby driver vibes yeah so they start this robbery and they just are putting everything in bags, but
2: go yarders.
0: The Danny and Paul try to uh, choke out the um, one of the, the the other henchmen, I guess, if you will, and try to put her in the car and leave
2: the kid into the car. And yeah,
0: kid her kid into the car and leave, and then don't because they get picked up by oh, they no, got no, jammed no. up they got jammed yeah, they got so. jammed
2: up because the guy said the, the, the guy asked them where is so-and-so right isn't that what happened and yeah, yeah.
1: other dude popped out yeah. with a gun and was like where's yeah. blah blah blah
2: yeah
0: so the cops are come so the cops are somehow coming and instead of cutting bait and just leaving they take their mask off and expose themselves and try to blame it on danny and paul yeah that and was weird as hell Then a chase – it was really convoluted. Then, like, a chase ensues, and this woman tries to get – woman and her partner try to get into a panic room, and her partner closes the door too soon and cuts her in half. The other Asian girl
2: was a big hater. It made perfect sense, and she, she waited a second. The woman was like, don't close it without me. She waits. She's looking. She's like, nah, fuck that. He a little bit too close to you. Presses the button. Now, obviously, she doesn't know it's going to cut the woman in half. She thinks it's going to slam in the woman's face. But either way, you're killing her the same way. If this guy is actually trying to kill this woman,
0: you leaving her out there and you cutting her in half of the door, same outcome, same outcome. Which is like the most, uh, again, the most insane escalation of violence. <laughs> in her
2: house, that by the way.
0: You're doing seen. this in someone's house. This is her house. Like, you're doing this in
3: her house.
1: This whole time, since episode one, We got shown Ali Wong's gun, right? And we've seen it, like, time and time after that. Like, Ali Wong's, like, fucking pointing the gun at her iPhone and shit. George (laughs) is pointing the gun at Danny. Like, we've seen this gun multiple times. We are waiting and waiting for somebody to get shot. And then, like, the least consequential character in the story gets chopped in half by a door. I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, (laughs) Where did that come from?
0: (laughs) Unbelievable Tarantino esque level of like escalation there. <laughs> um, so Danny and Paul are left in the courtyard. They get into the the, the two criminals getting a shootout with the cops. They get it. One gets killed. The other the the Cho character gets arrested. Uh, Ali Wong is or Amy is safe. Paul gets over a wall and gets shot at by the cop. Like immediately, like they don't even say, "Hey, stop!" There
1: it is, just like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so Danny thinks he's dead he sneaks out eventually after all the cops go away from this massive crime scene that I'm sure would you know only take two hours I'm sure whatever Um and oh by the is, way
1: part of the reason that I was like the cinematography and the way the show is shot is just like an insane escalation is because like after, after the panic room shit happens the whole house just fills with is, like all the lights go out, and oh, turn like red. red. Yeah, and then it's just like full of some kind of smoke that's unexplained. Like <laughs> nobody. <Not knows>. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck that was, but it, like didn't a make a lot red, of sense. Red smoke everywhere, and like it looks cool, but like it just cool not, as shit. just not like the rest of the show. So I was like, when like why, <laughs> you know?
0: Um. So he steals a Hummer and he drives past Allie Wong's character lamenting that uh, now she won't have custody of her daughter because George sends her an email like, get the fuck away from my kid, you psycho. And uh, they have another chase, which I will say the like road rage stuff in this is really good. Like the car scenes, the chase scenes are very good. They have another chase and mutually assured destruction. They both roll off a California cliff. And that's the end of the episode. And I said, "Okay." And I said, uh, "That's where the
2: that's where the story fell off a cliff." No pun intended for me. Uh, I was like, "Wait, like, what?" I said, doing,
0: "If this bro? was a movie, people would have hated it." That's where you end the movie.
2: You end the movie right there,
0: right there. You just end it, and everybody goes, "What the fuck?" And that's the, you. You have to justify that in the press tour.
1: I would, in fact, have hated it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would have hated that. Um, So, what do y'all think about the 10th episode? And then we'll wrap up what we thought about Beef.
2: I just... I wasn't having a lot of fun with them being in the woods together, doing drugs together by mistake, uh, fighting over the gun, flirting. Um, I wasn't really into that, but I like what happens after they get out of the woods once george sees him and immediately reacts by shooting him we finally got that moment to talk about somebody had to shoot somebody with that gun well danny got shot uh which i appreciated that but then having her laying on him obviously there it, it was like it's not like hidden that there's people even other characters infer like hey are you in love with this guy like what's really going on with this so like there was always some, you know, some, some There was some
0: underlying tension there
2: For Yeah, like, yeah for me sure. too it, yeah. it was clear to yeah, see that, that there was some sense. underlying tension there of like, there might be some attraction uh between these two people, so I knew that's where they were going to end up, I'm assuming that's where they're going in season two, which no thank you, I don't want to see that but I'm I was good. fine with that aspect of it, but everything in the woods I was like, I understand why we're doing it you know, having her talk when it's him talking, she's Talking as if she's him, he's talking as if it's her. It's just like okay, this is like a cool movie uh, filmmaking trick, but I don't think it's serving my view of where the plot is going. So that whole like forty minutes where they were trapped in the woods together didn't do much for me personally. But I liked the way that they ended it. I was fine with that.
0: Yeah, I like the. I way I, I hated it. I hated the coma thing. If they were gonna leave him in a coma, it was like I fucking hate this. But he wasn't. He like, did. In a
1: coma.
2: Wasn't
0: he? I he guess he
2: cook. is. I, I didn't think like that. I thought he was just like sleep from the medicine. He, I didn't think about a coma.
1: Yeah, he like hugged her back, like when she
0: like got a fucking ventilator. Him. Still, he like, you know, it's, like yeah. At the very, at the very end, which I guess is some resolution, but like that's I know
1: any resolution for me, leave it right there. I know that they're don't going make to make they're trying to make a second show.
0: season, and I'm kind of like this Please stinks. Don't. don't because what's the like. What it doesn't justify having a say, like what? What's the beef now?
2: They're definitely going to make another season because Netflix is, is it,
0: in need of content. So, is it we are, we have beef with George? It's fuck George time. Like, what are we talking about?
1: <laughs> probably because <laughs> like they did the whole thing where like George is like, you know, my lawyer like is looking for you, blah blah blah. Like they'll probably try and resolve that. Uh, probably do something with her and the kid. Uh, obviously Danny and his brother Paul have some shit to work out now like so maybe there will be like
2: and Amy and Paul as well have some stuff to work out
1: Yeah. so like there's a lot of unanswered questions but like I said in the group chat I would rather just have those questions be unanswered like I'm, I'm cool with leaving it where it is and if they make a second season I'm not watching that shit I'm good because I know it'll be terrible like there's no way it's going to be good
0: Block is too hot, they're not gonna make a second one. No, well, yes they will. Oh, they
2: somebody's like gonna they be will. talking about this shit in two weeks. They definitely make it another one. It's too much money to be made.
1: If they made another season of House of Cards without Kevin Spacey... you know
0: what? <laughs> true. Okay, yeah. That's 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 what? That's
1: <laughs> David Cho won't be in the show,
2: but they're going to make it into the season. And we'll just talk about Isaac as being an off-screen character who helps the plot in some way, but he doesn't actually appear on screen. That's what yeah, he's in jail. Done. He's in jail. I hate,
0: when, I hate when shows don't do this. Just recast the thing. Like I yeah, yeah, do that. Do them like Dr. Majors. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, we're smart enough to realize – we're, what are we going to do? We're going to be like, oh, there's no shame, guy, so it doesn't make sense. We're like, no, like, like, we get it.
1: You call him Isaac one time, and we're like, oh, that's Isaac, yep. or whatever his name is.
2: Do y'all have a favorite for the new Kang, for a new Kang? Because it seems like, um, um, you know, given everything Jonathan Majors is going through, there are already rumors that he's going to be recast. He's already filmed Loki season two, so he will appear in that. But after that, with Kang Dynasty and all the stuff after that, we don't really know what's going to happen yet. If he Ooh. is being recast.
1: Who
0: do y'all like? To me, I like the Dame Dames
1: and a or whatever his name is. Uh Snowfall.
0: To me, it would have been Yaya, but he's already slated to play Wonder Man, whatever that is. On yeah, I don't not know a real is, thing. I did see that. Um they could just stop making that and just make him kang, which would be the right play. But if not Yaya, uh give it to uh John Boyega. the Disney Corporation owes that man. I love you
2: John Boyega. I would love that. Uh, yeah, all we, good got, we got
1: plenty of guys out here now that you can do. Yeah, Jonathan Majors,
2: you might have overestimated um, <laughs> your own. Obviously, you're a very talented actor, but there are plenty of people out here that can be Kang, brother. And if all Kang's going to do is get cooked by Ant-Man, let me tell you right now, I can play Kang right now, bros. So I can get cooked by Ant-Man Man, bro, right if
1: they can now. Make, and in the audition tape. If they can make Don Cheadle be Terrence <laughs> Howard. Then they can replace you with any old body, dog. Speaking That's... of recasting,
0: <laughs> we all just accepted that very quickly. We were well, just like, all just yeah, like sure. okay, done.
2: <laughs> Same thing with Bruce Banner. He was like, oh yeah, that Hulk movie, that doesn't exist. And also, look, oh my God, you love this guy. He's your new Hulk. And we were like, all right, cool. Let's, let's yeah, go with it.
0: Sure, sure why not? Uh, yeah, so Beef, Marvel, Netflix. Anything else to talk about? Where does... Uh, Netflix got a good one that you know thousands of people stream like Outer Banks or whatever the fuck Wednesday but this is like the first one that they've had since I mean Stranger Things is Prestige TV but in a different way you know what I'm saying what I don't know since when was the last time that they kind of had a show like this
2: those numbers for beef season two not gonna hit the same but this is a great uh, great, they did a great job with this. It's just unfortunate that they st- stubbed their own toe when they were making something good because you had everything you needed to make something good, and you stubbed your own toe and you you curb some of the momentum just because of this casting choice that y'all made, which maybe y'all had to make because you had to appease the two stars, which means it comes back to being on the two stars, and everybody's a little bit accountable, and it just sucks.
1: I haven't seen it yet because I don't I don't watch a lot of TV. This was my TV show for the quarter, to be honest, but uh. Apparently, this uh Carrie Russell thing Netflix has right now is the hottest shit in the streets. So, all right,
3: I, they're on. I forget something.
0: they. I forget they're still doing The Crown. People like that Lupin show. Um The Crown. Yeah.
1: I made it through like half an episode of season five, and I was like, actually, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Never <Right>. mind.
0: Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is. These aren't even my. This isn't even our drama. Why do I okay. care
1: about that? Also, she died.
0: <laughs> right. Like,
1: I'm good now. Like It doesn't matter. <laughs> be interesting
0: to see how they address that one. Um, yeah. So, Beef on Netflix. Check it out or don't. Who cares? Um, next, we are going to do Best Beefs Draft. Take that however you want. Uh, we are going to do the Best Beefs Drafts, one through four. Uh, we're going to pause for two seconds. Be
1: right back. Our Grizzlies currently fighting
2: ninety-one
1: eighty-eight Grizzlies. Even dude. though they just
2: somebody just got hit in the nuts again. It feels like every other game somebody's getting hit. The
1: every way. fucking game.
2: What is going on, in Adam Silver's NBA bro? What's with all this <laughs> going shots Everybody got to wear a cup out there these days. It's nasty. All
0: right. Do we have a draft order? How we want to do this?
2: Any order no. works for me. <laughs>
0: Uh, Dex T. Droiden. alright
1: cool I would write these down
0: best beefs
1: Dex T. Royden. okay so I only thought about this a little bit but I feel like you know the number one overall beef has to be Tupac and Biggie like yeah that's the quintessential beef
0: That's facts. That is the titular beef.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, that's... Both of those dudes died, like, either right before or right after I was born. And they were younger than me when they died. But, like, everyone just remembers, like, Tupac and Biggie having that beef for forever. Like, just fucking insane to think about these, like, two 25-year-olds... Who died? And they were so young. I always died more than 25 years ago at this point. And we're all like, those are the two greatest rappers of all time. And it's like, bro, like, can you imagine calling a 25 year old rapper right now the greatest of all time? We'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Hell no. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) But those dudes. Oh, this NBA young boy. Yeah, I was going to say NBA young young boy, the goat. (laughs) Look. You know what I'm saying? Like it's wild when you think about how young Biggie and Tupac were. NBA Young Boy is 23. Uh, So if in two years you look back and you were like, "Yeah, NBA Young Boy was is the goat," like that'd be fucking nuts. But that's what we did for Biggie and Tupac, partially because their beef was just that influential and impactful and crazy, and they're both dead. But uh, yeah, Tupac and Biggie.
0: I saw a clip. It, it went viral of everybody forgets how, like, I, I don't know, how confrontational, I guess, I don't know, that, that probably wasn't the word, but, like, that that Snoop Dogg was. And it was him at either the source of I forget what it was, where he was just, like, getting booed on stage, and he's like, y'all don't like the West Coast now, or mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> and everybody forgets just how, like, violent, it all was now that I don't got you know, love for the west coast yeah that's what it is and now that now that stoop dog is selling sheets with martha stewart but like it's crazy yeah um okay teej i'm picking a
2: beef that is still
0: brewing to
2: this day to this day if you google either of these people's name or google their names together you're going to see recent news stories and my beef is Isaiah Thomas and Michael Jordan. Damn it, <laughs> Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah Thomas fucking hates Michael Jordan. The, this stuff that they're arguing about happened 40 years ago, and they're still arguing about it as if it happened yesterday. Well, really, only Isaiah Thomas arguing about it. But MJ made the documentary. Um, Isaiah Thomas was in it. He made Isaiah Thomas look like a fool. Um, I can't believe
0: they agreed to be in it. It would
2: just, uh, that's a dumb thing if you're in beef you're in beef for life and when you step act like it's not beef then he gonna take a uh, take a chance to get the cheap shot that's what he did he got some amazing content out of isaiah saying the stuff that he said in the documentary um <laughs> isaiah didn't like that did not put the beef back on and this beef is never going to end it's never going to end these people are going to pass away r.i.p to them and they're still going to have beef in the grave This <laughs> never going to end michael jordan isaiah thomas
1: Michael Jordan is going to show up at Isaiah Thomas's funeral and talk shit. Like,
0: facts. <laughs> this could also—I'm not going to pick this—but this could be like Michael Jordan versus literally everyone, and he was like shitting on everyone. Versus his teammates, versus Pippen, yeah. Like- versus Steve Kerr, uh, he was like shitting on people during his Hall of Fame press conference or Hall of Fame speech. He's he like, y'all didn't believe the guy- me who made the
2: high school varsity basketball team over him. Years later, he he shit on him in the speech. He invited him just so he could shit on him. Michael Jordan is super petty. All-time hater.
0: All-time hater for being one of the most successful people ever. All-time hater. (laughs) (laughs) The hate fueled him to greatness. Yeah. Uh, Mine is uh, Hollywood celebrities and cleanliness.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit.
0: Every single week on here, we get a new update about how Jared Leto doesn't wear deodorant and like rubs crystals under his arms or how, like, what was it that uh, Mila Kunis and, and I don't know if this is true, but it was just like, they said it in an interview, Mila Kunis and them and Ashton Kutcher don't bathe their kids.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Matthew McConaughey.
0: Yeah. Matthew McConaughey has been known to not wear deodorant. And it's just like, this is a one common thread in all of this stuff.
1: Liam Neeson is walking around with pants. Piss, piss pants.
0: Piss uh, pants. Jake Gyllenhaal, same thing. Not piss pants, but like not wearing deodorant. Why? It, why? Why do we need <laughs> to know this? First of all, don't tell us this. You don't have to tell us this. Second of all. I, Wash your ass. Yeah, I'll take the cancer if <laughs> if I smell better. I'm just being honest. Like, like, I don't care if some... The, the the patchouli, you know, oil doesn't last as long as, as Dove. So, that's uh, my number one. My number two uh, is Harrison Ford and interviewers. <laughs> what? Have you never seen a Harrison Ford interview? Actually, let me change that. Harrison Ford and Star Wars fans. Oh, okay. That's fair. He didn't give a fuck horse about horse. them. And he, 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 the funniest interview of all time is like, do you think that Han shot first or Greedo shot first? And he says, uh, I don't care.
3: Yeah, <laughs> the Funniest the interview clear. ever. Yeah. He'd be like, alone.
0: fuck it. I'm famous. Why do I give a shit about a movie that came out in 1979? All you nerds need to stop asking me this shit. So, yeah, that's, uh, Harrison Ford versus any interview about Star Wars. Uh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to take no, another classic beef. It's my turn. Oh, you're right.
2: I'm going to take every female rapper ever. They're <laughs> all beefing all the time. All of them. All the current rappers are beefing. Sometimes the beefs are fake. Sometimes the beefs are real. Sometimes they collaborate with people specifically based on the beef chart and who they're beefing with. And it usually centers around Cardi and Nicki Minaj, and they have their offsprings, and then they have people that they like and other women they don't like. And it's just very fascinating because they always go to Twitter and argue and and do all that, and the fan bases get all toxic and crazy. And it's very fun uh, content to watch from the outside, but it is toxic as fuck on the inside. And I have been um, accosted by the Nicki Minaj bunch for some shit, I said. And it was awful, and it was horrible, and I wouldn't wish it on anyone because those people are fucking crazy. Uh, so I'm picking the girlies, that the rap girlies. That is my answer.
0: Incredible, Dex. Two picks.
1: Uh, so I'm gonna go with one, just very basic all time beef, uh, the Hatfields and the McCoys. Hell I don't yeah. know if y'all watched that uh, History Channel like mini series that they did. It's very
0: good show. Bang, that shit banged. It's on Netflix shout out, again, I think. Yeah, shout out to the
1: Baylor alum who wrote that or directed it or whatever it was that mm-hmm. he did. Uh, but yeah, that's just incredible content. They had beef for years over like a stolen pig or some shit, and like 80 people died.
0: You <laughs> know, they called it a, war, a battle. Like they, had a, <laughs> they had a war in a field. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, folks really had to die. Like it was serious. Like,
0: it wasn't like this isn't even folklore. It's just like something they know happened not (laughs) that long ago.
1: Yeah. All things considered, (laughs) not that fucking long ago. Like, two dudes used to be cool with each other. And then the Civil War happened. And then somebody's pig got stolen. And then like 80 people died. (laughs) Like, just all time. Marrying
0: each other and stuff like that, too. Yeah. There's a little Romeo
1: and Juliet action going on. Like,
0: those Appalachia beefs are different.
1: <laughs> and then uh, I gotta go with Alabama Auburn, the Iron yeah. Bowl. <laughs> oh, this just is just because. Shout out to my guy, like, well, not my guy, but shout out to the guy, who was just so pissed at Auburn fans that he just went poison their trees you just like, fuck your trees. <laughs> Harvey like, yeah, Harvey Updike. He went to
0: big jail over that. Too. <laughs> yeah, he just like, yeah hell yeah. They don't play trees. about trees.
1: <laughs> Especially not those trees. You could have poisoned any other two trees in the world, but you poisoned Noah. So now you got to go to big fucking jail. Like, and you, you know it's real when that When somebody's willing to do that. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Alabama and Auburn. They've given us some great wars over the years.
0: Incredible. Uh, Auburn's gonna win the football game <laughs> the <laughs> greatest radio
1: call of all time that radio call is so good they don't that, play the like, ESPN amazing. call all of us have just chosen to remember it like that's the yeah, way we, we heard it the said, first Fuck time the
2: national broadcast call we're gonna listen to the radio yeah, call because that none of us heard the call.
1: radio call live but we all just choose to remember it like we did like that's how fucking good that shit was <laughs> Auburn's gonna win the football oh my
0: god <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna
1: be able to keep him off the field tonight
0: <laughs> Incredible. Teach, another pick. Um, uh, I'm going to go with
2: the University of Oklahoma and Big Games as my <laughs> um It is an extremely poverty institution I got over there at Oklahoma. And going back to the Soup's era, they have lost basically every big game they've ever played in. Uh last year they played Texas, like they do every year. We beat them 49 to nothing. I can't believe they even show their faces on the timeline stuff if that happened. Me personally, I would have just deleted my account. And went and jumped off a bridge somewhere, but Oklahoma fans are more resilient than me, maybe. Um They're Oklahoma in big teams. games. Also, they I think this is still the case. Oklahoma has the largest the largest margin of victory or the largest margin of victory against them they lost in the That's final eight. four, I think, ever. One year they lost in the final four by like 35 points. This might have been, I think this might have been the Trey Young season. They got absolutely stomped the fuck out. It was beautiful carnage. Uh, They've lost a whole bunch of football national championship games by big margins. Florida did some nasty stuff to them. SEC teams used to run through them. They go undefeated. They lose one game. 2019
1: LSU did them boys. They show up to the game.
2: (laughs) LSU struck like 65 on them. Like it's very, that's very nasty too. And that team in big games just don't get along. Uh, This year, they didn't have very many big games because they were six and seven in their ass, but they did play in one big game against Texas. They lost 49 to nothing. Uh, Some traditions never die. Oklahoma losing big games is something that will always be the case. And that is their – big games are their biggest ops and the biggest downfall of their whole organization. I'm taking Oklahoma versus big games.
1: They got, like, eight LSU players drafted in the first round and got Dave Aranda <laughs> a head like, yes. Unbelievable. <laughs> that
0: shit was so nasty. <laughs> um, well, along those lines, my next pick is Texas and being back. <laughs> oh, brother. God damn it!
1: You knew it was coming, Teach. I should
0: wasn't. have
2: known this was coming.
0: Man, they have been fighting that fight, that good fight, for twenty years, brother.
2: Hey, let me tell you something, brothers. It's time we are fucking back now. It's are you uh, sure? I better I'm,
1: be to be honest. Because today, it now, you it's are never. paying
0: far too much. I'm money
2: more than sure not. than I usually am in April going into the season. I'll say that
1: because the uh, Big Twelve is some ass this year. So the Big Twelve is some but if y'all can't win it this year and then you got to go to the sec after this y'all are cooked forever and now. it's scary hours cook, and the line's not gonna hit it. the
2: same if we <laughs> lose four games this year and then like yeah sec next year the line's not gonna hit the same at all so <laughs> if we got if we're gonna take our line ways to the sec we kind of have to shitter get up in the pot right them, now with in the big trophies 12. yeah we gotta uh, at least come in with the trophy say oh my god we won the big 12 it's scary hours we win in the sec we could do that but if we come in fourth in the big 12 we can't really go say we're gonna win the SEC. Y'all year.
1: cannot oh, finish the Big Twelve era at Texas with the same number of Big Twelve
0: championships as
1: Baylor. Y'all just can't do that. Can't do it. Oh, y'all have to please. win. this year. Simply please cannot.
0: Like a talking head, you know, you you just simply cannot do it. You simply <laughs> have to be better. Um, uh, teach, when do the or Dex? Sorry, when do the fire Sark stuff start? Week four, week five.
1: Uh, I haven't what looked. Y'all at the play UCF?
0: At, but. It's coming. We don't play UCF. Wait, do you play BYU? No, we
2: play Houston and we play. No, we don't play BYU or UCF. We play Houston and Louisville. That's who it is. Cincinnati. I think we play
0: Louisville. Okay. Anyway, uh whenever the whenever the new Big Twelve team comes in and Sark shits the bed, that's when it that's when it starts. If we lose
2: to one of the newbies, they're definitely gonna want him fired. So I'm with you on that. It's it's to one of the newbies this time.
1: We got uh, Texas at Alabama, September 9th. Then Ooh. Wyoming at Texas, September 16th, which that's a win. Texas at Baylor, September 23rd. And Kansas at Texas, September 30th.
0: Ooh.
2: Fire
1: Sark is starting that's September five 30th. And four.
2: That's 5-4. 6-0 four. Four. Oklahoma, 7-0 Houston. Oh, we do play BYU. 8-0 Kansas State. That'll be a tough game. 9-0 TCU's going to be ass this year. 10-0 Iowa State is ass every year, 11-0, and, and then we got to beat Texas Tech. And we need we need some get back because Texas Tech beat us last year, and that's the loss that made me the most anger, angry of last didn't,
0: year. Uh, didn't Joey McGuire basically say, like, I told you they were pussy? Yes, he said, <laughs> I
2: told you they would break and they broke. He said that right after the game uh, to the press. And I said, from that day forward, I said, oh, we need to put – we need to drop 70 points on Joey McGuire's face. Joey McGuire's the ops. I don't, like um, Joe hey, I don't like
1: Joey McGuire. Hey, Joey McGuire is my ops too. If it makes you feel better, <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of Baylor people don't want to hear that, but fuck him. All
0: right, <laughs> enemy of my enemy. Um, my next pick is uh is uh Wagyu. No, I'm kidding. Um, my next pick <laughs> is 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 a one uh, tried and true. Is uh Tiege versus J- the island nation of Jamaica. Oh, my God. <laughs> First of all, I love the island nation of
2: Jamaica. And all sure, of inhabitants Sure, inhabitants. And I love Usain Bolt. Big fan. Uh, it was mm-hmm. a misunderstanding. Uh, I, I think that's the funniest the part,
1: is that you were trying to hype up Usain Bolt. And, like, everyone <laughs> was, was like, fuck
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> It was Unreal. awful. A whole country Unreal. was packing me up. Bro. It was nasty. I don't, like, how did a whole country find your tweet?
3: Because well, also, Usain he quote tweeted. Reference did yeah. it.
0: He didn't, he didn't interact with the tweet,
2: but he referenced it. He put check in quotation marks and posted a picture of himself. And everybody knew what he was referencing because they had been packing me up for a whole day already. So once it died <laughs> down, I woke up and Usain Bolt tweeted that. And then it wrapped back up because all the people from Jamaica went and saw it. And they all were – they were putting my tweet under his tweet. They were saying, he's talking about this tweet right here. And it was, a, it was nasty. It was a tweet for all of They were like, get it,
3: Get it.
0: I could not even follow, like, what happened. It, like, it was so chaotic. I don't know how you even was stood. I would have cried. I would have deleted. I would have deactivated. I couldn't do it. Because you were trying to say a nice thing. Yes. I was trying to
2: (laughs) to, to compare... Him and being a champion and and somewhat of a shit talker to another person who was just talking shit and getting cooked, and I was like, uh, if you're going to talk shit, you better like back that shit up, especially at the Olympics, especially on the biggest stage. Like Usain Bolt was talking shit and and, and high stepping for the last you know quarter of the race, but yeah. who can check him? Like nobody was. Who can you can't say anything to him. He kept winning, and then there was it was from there it was a free for all. My message. it was a battle royale in my message. it was. <laughs>
0: Do you think you can go? Do you think you can go to the
3: beautiful island nation of Jamaica?
2: I I think it's been enough time. There were people telling me that there were news reports about this, and they were posting my (laughs) avi in the news reports in Jamaica, but I have never confirmed that. But hopefully I let it die down for a few years and I can visit because I want to go and smoke weed and have a good You got
1: to check in with uh, Damian Marley. (laughs) Yeah, I got to check in, bro. I just didn't know who I got to check
2: in with. I'll check in. I'll make it good, bro. I'll make it
0: good. So they got you they got a mugshot of you, like old West, out on like the corners on flat on uh tele. I'm gonna on walk, into a, a, d-
2: walk into a walk into a hotel or something. and Just see my picture hanging on the wall. and Be like, yeah, I think we need to get out of here right now. <laughs> here. Obviously, it's not over this yet. We need to get out right now.
0: Okay, teach final pick.
2: <sighs> my final pick is Luca and carbs. <laughs> luca is a failure he is a whiner he's a complainer and he also is doughy and fat and so <laughs> i'm picking luca and cars because one i hate luca Doncic. he stinks um and two uh he just let his team opt out of the playoffs basically by not even trying to get into the playoffs and a real champion try. and hero would never have let that happen even if everybody else sat and he said no i'm gonna play and then he played for one quarter hey, Luca, paying for one quarter doesn't do anything. Nobody gives a shit about you playing for one quarter in a game where your teammates are tanking and you are their leader and they're tanking. What does that say about you? You are a fraud. You are a loser. And you will never prosper in Dallas because Dallas Mavericks will never, ever see a championship ever again. That's it. James Uh,
1: Harden wouldn't let that shit go like that, is all I'm saying. Facts.
2: Harden would have played the whole game. They might have lost, but Harden would have played. He wouldn't have sat down on the damn bench like a coward.
0: As somebody who is – shaped like Luka Doncic. I <laughs> resent these comments.
2: Luka Doncic does cardio for a living though. That's Literally true. he is paid millions of dollars to do cardio every day. Every other day you know he's doing cardio and still uh his waistline is the same. That doesn't make any sense. It defies
0: human logic. He Luka <laughs> Doncic, he's also like obsessed with like cigarettes <laughs> and uh and sweet tea, which actually I get. So, you know, Guys, might have just done it. John, John, might have just done it. Yeah, Desmond Bain makes two point shots. so they're up, up two on with six point seven seconds. As forward. you're listening to this, Memphis is probably going to win Game Four. Well, the,
2: let's hope Deggers have a chance. You love to but, see it. I really uh, would love to see it.
0: Jaw, <laughs> all time beef. Jaw and Instagram stories. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Brooks and half the NBA. <laughs> Till Brooks breaking K uh, Dex final pick. Um,
1: I, I feel like there's so many so many good options on the board, but I I'm going to take the bullet here and just say it. Drake and Pusha T's beef has been all time great content. It just has like it was, as, a, as a Drake yes, stand it has. like it's it's just I know I know we lost. It's fine.
0: It happens. <laughs> You won't admit that on the timeline, though.
1: <laughs> I admit it all the time. Like yeah, he, he he don't. He's
0: been admitting it. He's been admitting it.
1: it like Every time won. I see
0: it, you're like, nuh-uh. I, I don't think it matters. No, he, he doesn't. He, yeah, he's
2: saying, like, okay, it, it is true that Drake lost, but who cares because Drake still sits where Drake sits and Pusha T still sits where Pusha T sits. That's exactly. what he says.
1: That's what I'm saying. But the beef itself, all-time great content. Like, you know, I – there's a reason that we're still talking about this to this day. I feel like, every, like for the last couple of weeks, every single day I've seen someone new talking about like the Drake and Pusha T beef again for no reason, just because it's great content. And um, you know, Pusha T, he he did the damn thing. He he won. He did it. You know, it is what it is.
0: Um,
1: no one could touch Drake for like a decade, and then Pusha T just cooked him.
0: Like it happens. All right, LeBron five four. Oh shit! He made it. He fucking made it. I had the game with point eight seconds LeBron, left. Why I do here. you hate me so much? Oh, man, it's almost like the guy's clutch. Who would have fucking thought? Skip Bayless, eat your heart out. Um, the I'm so far behind on the push of T Drake. I couldn't give a shit. What else
2: has happened? <laughs> it happened years ago. Yes, yeah, I, I know. No, I'm just like no new, I,
0: nothing. No updates. Yeah. Another beef, um, our private information in Chinese servers. (laughs) And TikTok. Yeah. uh, TikTok TikTok knows more about me than me. Apparently, I'm supposed to already have had a kid in golf by now. (laughs) According to TikTok. According to TikTok. Elon
1: Musk versus Twitter.
0: (laughs) All time beef. Elon (laughs) Musk versus his constituents. That. What a, can we talk about that? I know, like, we're going long. What a dumb thing that, that, that has happened with Twitter. We've systematically and really quickly made uh, Twitter lame. How did you do that? Having
2: people publicly come out and say, I'm not paying for Twitter Blue, and then Elon going in the back door and giving no, no. them Twitter Blue anyway, yeah. making them look like liars, is nasty and diabolical,
1: bro. Bro, fucking... <laughs> you are in a beef with Drill because he doesn't want to pay you $8. So you gave him the product for free and that's supposed to be like genius shit?
0: Galaxy that's, brain stuff.
1: If I go into McDonald's and I'm like, Big Mac your fucking ass. Fucking I'm not paying for Big that Max. shit. And they just <laughs> They're not going to give me a free one. <laughs> hand me Big Macs for the rest of the day. That You're not going to be like, ha-ha, that's genius. Like, what the fuck? Like, what are we talking
0: about? Well, that's aggressive block by AD to send it the, over. Uh, the best tweet that I saw about this entire thing was, imagine getting LeBron James to write for your website for free and then telling him he had to pay you to write for the website. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing? It's unbelievable. Anyway, it just, it, it, the, nothing has killed, no, no meme has killed anything quicker, maybe besides Morbius, than the, uh, than the, this dude is paying for Twitter blue.
1: Dude.
2: Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just. Cooking that anyway I thought LeBron was a liar I was ready for the slander then I said oh Elon is a liar here I should have known no I did it I paid
3: for
1: it fucking (laughs) dweeb
0: I'm glad you can afford your own website Elon really Really happy about that
2: Elon you are a dweeb And you need to (laughs) relax This is stupid bro Every time I see a basketball tweet on my timeline with some news in it, I got to fucking double check to see it's really that person because you made people pay for something that should be a foundational thing about the website. You should let people, everyone know that I am who I say I am and it shouldn't be something you pay for. That is just, just ridiculous. It doesn't make sense.
1: There was no problem with it in the first place. Like, we were all chilling. We were all just fine. <laughs> the problem is that Elon is a broke boy, and he paid
2: too much for Twitter. That's the problem.
1: I Every time something happens with him, I'm just like, I can't believe that this bitch made a 420 joke about buying this website. And then when they called him on his bluff, he didn't have the guts to be like, I was just kidding, guys. No, <laughs> I don't actually want this website. Yeah,
0: like... I'm not I'm not owned. I'm not owned. Yeah, he was like, oh, okay,
1: fine. I'll fucking buy it. Yeah, I was serious.
3: What and a then fucking
1: idiot. This man tried to sue them so that he wouldn't have to buy it. And then when he realized he was going to lose that fucking lawsuit because he's an idiot, he was like, Ha ha, like I've always wanted to own Twitter and tear the site apart. We know you
2: didn't length. want to buy it, brother. You just <laughs> wanted to be a troll and try to make changes from the outside and 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 complain about it. And we were all doing that too. So it was fine. But then you purchased it, and you made it worse. One of us. One of us. (laughs) You could have just stayed on the app and complained about it, and every time the app updates, we can bitch about it for a couple hours. Then we go back to getting tweets off. Everybody was fine with the way that it was working, and then you got up there and made even worse changes and lost all the employees. Like, good job, Elon. Good job.
1: When Elon bought Twitter, people used to say, well, you know, Twitter was so poorly run, like maybe Elon can do it better. No one mentions Twitter being poorly run in the past anymore. No, <laughs>
0: like, no. He's he just that those fucking bad, dude. <laughs> like... Oh, man. Billionaires are just like us, folks. I, too, could run Twitter right into the dirt.
2: You couldn't do a worse job than Elon. I think a—I think a, a fucking doorknob can do a better job running Twitter than that man. <laughs>
0: all right anyway that has been a one take podcast you can find us one take pod one take pod on twitter one take pod on instagram tiktok the like it's the number one t-a-k-e-p-o-d uh you can or just type in o-n-e-t-a-k-e-p-o-d i forgot how to spell for a second the uh yeah um we're a little confusing with our name sometimes but anyway go leave us a review for that it's the one with the uh with the marker on it, the film marker on it. So go, uh, the scene marker. Go do that. Uh, Can yeah, I, I ask have... Desks,
2: has he been supporting our fave before he says the catchphrase? Has he seen <laughs> her new film yet? Has Ooh, it happened? I don't.
1: It is not, <laughs> but it's coming. Um, as soon as it's on streaming, I will be watching. I ain't going to see it in a the theater because I'm a bad supporter, but. Uh, Yeah, it's on VOD right now, but I'm not paying twenty dollars to watch it. I'm sorry. You
0: can find it
2: for free if you are handy enough. I'm pretty sure it's bad, so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna get it free. I'm almost uh, certain
1: it's bad, and also Zach Braff directed it, so like I'm, I'm willing to kind of boycott on this one for a little bit until we're finally free of his clutches permanently.
0: Uh, you can find us at Roy Nogletree, at Lord Dex Hinton, at Less underscore Humble Go follow the Slander life. U podcast. Go follow Dex's writing at ApolloHOU.com. Please and Shout thank out you. Shout Apollo. Uh, rest in piss, Tucker Carlson. Dex, what are we doing?
1: Hashtag support Florence Pugh, baby.
0: All right. We're out. The most lonely day of my life.